Hello, hola, como estas? Uh, konnichiwa, prayerfully that means hello. Really, really hope that means hello, and I didn't just offend anyone. If I did, I'm so sorry. Anyway, hey honeys, how are you? How are things? If you are new here, welcome to a new episode of Uniquely Spoken. If you're returning, I'm sorry you haven't heard from me in a while. I'm going to get to that later on in the show. I love you. Thank you for tuning in to a new new episode of Uniquely Spoken. <laughs> My name is Red. Let's get let's get into the show. Jesus, this is just the beginning. <laughs> I'm back. I know I've been gone for a minute. I do apologize. Uh, it's, it's been so long and it should not have been this long. And I know I just kind of popped up on you like an ex with a head with a hey big head text at like 2 30 in the morning when you ain't heard from them since y'all broke up or the last time you hooked up, honey. I ain't here to judge you. Um, <laughs> and I, I know it's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step to step to step to step to. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I keep trying to deflate from the fact that I've been out of your life for like a month or a little over a month or a little less than a month. I, I'm, I'm so sorry. I do apologize. Life kind of took the reins and took me off course for a little while but I am back and uh later on in the show I will get into why I just ghosted you like (laughs) after a one night stand um so please continue to listen because like I said life took over but before we get into that Let's get into just scrolling. Let me tell you about what I came across just scrolling on this ghetto internet. Now, we as a society have somewhat slightly, and I use this term very loosely, started to progress forward in a sense. Despite what's going on in in not Atlanta, Alabama, with the trashness of people and older white women, not white women, white men that feel like they have ownership to <laughs> um, a woman's body and they can tell her what to do with it. Uh, besides that, and unfortunately besides what has happened in london with the i believe lesbian couple that was attacked and brutally beaten for not kissing in front of a group of men for specifically their entertainment look more into that story if you want details my heart my prayers and everything go out to that couple because no one deserves that under the face of the earth or under the light of the sun no one deserves that and i pray that you are healed 
mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, and that you are renewed and that you find peace and strength in all of this turmoil and hatred. And this is the wrong time to hate, even though people want to hate during this wonderful month, which is June is Pride Month. Happy Pride Month to my LGBTQ plus fam. I love you. And baby, let them rainbows fly. Let them fly, not fry, but fly freely. Not just in June, but all year round. Now, like I said, let's get into what I came across on this on this ghetto internet. So one of the shows that I kind of like to watch is Jada Pinkett Smith's uh, Red Table Talk. And it comes on on Facebook Watch. And it's Jada Pinkett Smith, her daughter Willow, and her mom, uh, Jada's mom. I believe her name is Adrian. And one of the episodes that I came across, um, they were talking about sex. And they had another episode where they were talking about porn. <clears throat> now, in I believe it was the episode that they were talking about sex, Jada mentioned that her grandmother, um, Adrian's mother, told Jada about pleasuring herself before you know a man can pleasure you you need to know what you want and what you like and what you don't like and she had this conversation at nine when Jada was nine now I I, I don't I'm 27 I don't want my grandmother or my mother telling me about pleasuring myself at 27 Jada was nine and her mom uh Jada's mom Adrian and if her name is not Adrian y'all please forgive me I I've given this woman a whole new name if this is not it but Adrian told you know told her that wasn't the experience that you know Adrian and her mom had her mom told her that you know, sex is bad, stay away from boys, you know, basically all of the scare tactics that parents use to tell, to scare their children not to, into not having sex. There we go. (laughs) And Jada, like she said, her grandmother told her about pleasuring herself at nine. Not that she needed to do it right then, but she needed to, to know, like I said, before a man knows what to do with you, you need to know what to do with you. I don't know why it's always the grandparents never, <laughs> the grandparents are never strict with the grandchildren. Like my great grandmother told my sister about lambskin condoms <laughs> and my grandmother, you know, told my sister, you know, she never talked about that with us. So I don't, uh, grandparents, I need y'all to stop feeling so free, uh, and talking to us about this, uh, but it also came, came up in another episode that, um, excuse me, that in a porn episode that J- not Jada, Willow had seen porn when she was 11, like 10 or 11, and not just seen, like, straight out porn videos but on tumblr images and i guess on tumblr there's like the little snippet videos of stuff 
that she's seen that. And that Jada <laughs> was like, hey, yo, what's on your Tumblr? What's, what's, what's this? And Willow just kind of told her to ignore it that, you know, she wanted to show her something else on her page. Now, one, my, 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 my nieces, no, baby, you're not going to tell me what to ignore. Why is this popping up on your screen? The Throw the whole Tumblr away. We're not going to do that. And what you mean what's on your page? You're not even going to have a Tumblr page at this point. So they began talking about like sex toys and stuff like that. And I believe this was in the sex episode that they were talking about sex toys. And Jada said she kind of became addicted to them. And she was having like five orgasms a day. And the reason why she brought up, you know, the grandmother telling her about pleasuring herself when she was young, because she knows women now on up into their 30s, 40s and 50s who's never had an orgasm. Because they expected their partners to know what to do. Now, mind you, I'm a virgin. I don't know what to do. But I'm not going to depend on my parent or my grandparent telling me, okay, use this for this. Use this toy for this if you want this reaction. No, 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 no. It's still parts in movies that I get uncomfortable watching with my mother. If they kissing too long, I look away from the screen. As if I'm a child. I mean, I am a child of the most high God. I ha. But I look away from the screen as if I'm looking at something wrong and my mom has caught me. Now, I say that we're progressing as a society in a sense because there's a, not a reality show, a daily talk show called The Talk. And on the show, one of the hosts, um, her name's Carrie Ann. I'm not going to try to say her last name because I will mess it up. She was commenting on or giving commentary on this specific episode of uh, Red Table Talk or at least the porn episode and she gave the story of she has a best friend or a best girlfriend who she told the best girlfriend told the daughter her daughter to watch porn to find out what she likes sexually um, if she has questions or if she wanted to talk about it, they could watch it together, I believe, or if not watch it together after the daughter watches it, come to her and explain, you know, tell her what she watched and basically they can go in depth. Uh-uh. If this is where society is heading to where we can just on a Friday night pop in some porn with me and my family and watch it as if it's the Lion King. <laughs> baby leave leave my earth back in the olden days leave me in olden times if that's the case don't pull me into this type of progression because i refuse my heart skipped the beat attempting to think about talking to my nieces about porn about okay what do you like now maybe when they're older i'll tell them about being happy with themselves first and I don't particularly, I won't particularly say pleasuring themselves first. Now, mind you, the lady said that the daughter is like 19, 20, still at the time, at, at, at the same token. I'm, I'm 27. I'm, I'm, I'm 27. I, I still turn away when something is on the screen and my mom and my grandma is in the room and I feel like I'm not supposed to be there. I, 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 if if it's not Finding Nemo or Toy Story, 
we can't sit there and watch it as a family because you're not going to make me feel bad about seeing what we cut on and you looking at it like, Shanita, look away. And now I can't even enjoy the rest of the movie because I had to start playing Candy Crush Friends in the middle of the movie and now I'm caught up in my game and I no longer give a damn about the movie. So, yeah, I, people, 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 please, people, please, let's not take this, you know, have those open dialogue, have that open dialogue with your kids, people raise, raise the kids how you want to raise the kids, that's not my business, nor my prerogative, but at the same time, let's, 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 let's not take this too far, let's not overdo it, because telling your daughter to watch porn, or having these discussions where your daughter tells you, oh, it's fine, don't look, I, or I like artistic porn, if it's tastefully done and artistic, da, 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 da. I don't want my mom knowing if I'm watching porn, I slightly got caught when I was in, 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 in college, um, I had, she was on my computer one day when I was in class and something popped up on the screen or she clicked on the tab she wasn't supposed to be clicking on, LaVita Renee, you, you were supposed to stay in one one tab google that's it so this was slightly your fault but uh (laughs) yeah yeah i in that moment i turned into like this little little kid i sorry i sorry i wasn't i I didn't mean it it just popped up i don't know how it got there i don't know how it happened as if i didn't type in the website but there's neither here nor there but yeah yeah Let's let's move on because I'm I'm starting to sweat just thinking about people having these conversations with these kids nowadays and me possibly having to talk to my nieces one day about sex. I mean I will, but at the same time, not the way y'all trying to do it, because you're doing way too much. At this point, throw the whole society away. And we're back. Now let me give you my thought process in this unique thoughts on something that I encountered today. Now, the weather in Mississippi has been up and down. Honey, Mother Nature is going through menopause. It'll be like bright and sunny. And then within two minutes, a blink of an eye, a twirl of a finger, <laughs> the bottom is falling out of the sky and it is pouring down raining. And... I was sitting in the car waiting for my sister and my uh, mom to come out of my sister's apartment. And this lady pulls up, blasting plies and Kevin Gates. Now, that's not what alarms me or what, you know, kind of shakes me up, if you will, uh, or what aggravates me. No, I grew up in the hood. I'm used to blasting stereos and stuff at all different times of day and night. Now, what gets me is she pulls in to the parking spot next to us and she gets out of the car and it's like three kids with her. Now, one of the kids left the back window down. And as I said, the weather has been up and down in Mississippi. So it looked like it was about to rain. You know, the clouds rolling in and everything. And the little girl gets out of the car 
and she accidentally leaves her back window down and she tells the mom who I'm assuming it was the mom she tells the mom I left the window down by accident and the mom goes into full-blown cussing this little girl out as if she pays rent and lights and utilities the internet bill the cable bill the water bill as if she puts gas in the car as if she pays for the gym membership that the mother obviously is not using now was that slightly too far yes it was possibly but the look the mom turns and tells the little girl you why you lay the window down why you leave the fucking window down you so retarded Oh, you get on my damn nerves. You so stupid. Now, no child should be talked to like this. Because the little girl looked as if she's not more than, like, maybe six or seven years old, if that old. And you cussing her out like you found her cheating with your man. Like, I, I, I... people like this genuinely make my skin crawl and my booty itch i i can't i can't i don't understand what's the point of cussing out the child especially as a parent now i know at times you can get frustrated with your child at times you can get aggravated with your child i have a goddaughter hey harper and i have two nieces now i'm with my nieces more than i'm with my goddaughter and my goddaughter is just a baby but I'm with my nieces more than I'm with my goddaughter. And my goddaughter, not my goddaughter, um, my nieces are 10 and 11. And at times they get popping off at the mouth and attitudinal. So at that moment, have I been aggravated and pissed off with them? Yes, I have. Have I had to correct them? Yes, I have. Have I told them, look, you're doing too much. Mm-mm. We, we can't be on speaking terms right now because I'm not happy with your attitude. I'm not happy with the choices you're making. There's ways to correct the child. Now, if you got a fuss, fuss, fine, whatever. But full-blown cussing them out. As if she made you late for being free before 11 at the club. No, that's not acceptable under any circumstances. That's your own family. That's your flesh and blood. And these these parents, uh, this parent was black. So as a black parent raising a black child, your child is already going to grow up and face enough ridicule and all of that in this world. And you're adding to it by not protecting, protecting her, at least from yourself and your harmful words. So to move on from shitty family members to slightly less shitty family members, but at the same time, you still a shitty family member. I watch court shows with my grandmother all the time and one court show uh the judge name is judge karen now judge karen had an uncle and a nephew in her court we're gonna call the uncle bartholomew uncle bartholomew is a florist he's been a florist for like 20 something years he's really good at what he does he he's won awards and all of that now he had to sue his nephew we're going to call him ernest now, he had to sue Ernest because Ernest owed him money for a wedding, for Ernest's wedding. He was supposed to pay $2,000. And three days before the wedding, Ernest and his soon-to-be wife 
hit up Uncle Bartholomew and was like, hey, we're, we added 20 people to our guest list. We need more flowers. And Uncle Bartholomew made it happen, but he went over the budget. You hit me up three days before the wedding. So, baby, you finna have to up some change. Now, the nephew, Ernest, Ernest said he believes he doesn't have to pay the uncle back because he went over budget. As if you did not text him and say, hey, so we're adding people to our guest list. Um, so when you add people, the cost goes up. The price goes up. Now, since the price has gone up, Uncle Bartholomew says, hey, we, since you added flowers, it's $927, I believe, that went over budget. So, Ernest says, no, Uncle, I'm not paying you. It's not in my budget. Budget? Budget? Bitch, you owe me money. What you mean you ain't paying me back? You're not paying me the 2000 at all. Now, here's the gotcha. The gag is. He saved $25,000 for the wedding. The wedding only cost 15000 He told the judge, well, I added in everything, like including the cost of the honeymoon, including um, like travel and stuff like that. Even after the cost of the honeymoon, the cost of the wedding, you still had like $5,000 or a little less than $5,000 left over. Now, he lives with him. Him and his wife live with grandma at home. You live with grandma at home. You saved up all this money, but you can't pay me back my money? Oh, no, sir. No, sir. No, 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 sir. No, ma'am. No ham. No No turkey. No spam. What you not finna do is play with me or my money. People nowadays think they don't owe you nothing. They'll go buy several new things before they pay you back what they owe you and then get pissed when you remind them that they owe you money. He said that it's not in the budget. And since you went over the $2,000, I don't owe you anything. Uh, <laughs> Ernest, you finna run me my money or you finna run these rounds. You gonna have to run these hands, pimp. I swear for God. We... I'm pissed off like this is my money because like the the uncle uncle Bertholomew said you know what the flowers that the wife wanted were expensive flowers to begin with but I still made it happen and I still made it work for two thousand dollars okay but then you text me three days before the wedding and say hey we we added 20 people so now we need more flowers and because it went over the $2,000 budget, which I worked a miracle to get you the flowers that you wanted for $2,000. Now, since it's gone over, you don't want to pay me anything? Oh, no. And on top of that, Uncle Bartholomew donated $300 to the wedding cost. I think this was before he found out the boy saved $25,000. Now, they said they're living with the grandma to save money for a house or apartment. Okay, you still got money, depending on where you live, because if you in California, baby, that is expensive out there. Um, but you got money for a house or an apartment because you didn't use all of the money from the wedding. So after you pay me back my money, because, what, because the judge ruled in Uncle Bartholomew's favor, 
after you pay me back my money, we can get you a financial advisor. And we can get you into uh, a plan where you can get your house or your apartment or wherever else. But one thing you will definitely do is run me my money. Like now. Period. I don't care if you say it's not in your budget. It's not academically, (laughs) economically savvy to pay me back my money. But you're going to pay me. Or this court case, this simple lawsuit is going to turn into a first 48 episode. Now, play it how you want to. Hey, honeys. So earlier in the show, I told you all that I would give you a reason why I went MIA for about a month or a little less than a month, a little over a month um, since my last episode was posted. And this is why. So May 9th, my grandmother was admitted to the hospital and when she was admitted, the the night she was admitted, she was real disoriented and confused and not really responsive. You had to really call her name to get her to respond. And they told me in the ER, because I was the one with her at the time, they told me in the ER, we are going to go ahead and admit her. And she was admitted with um the condition cellulitis and cellulitis is an infection in the skin and we didn't know she had this infection to this day we don't know how she got it where it came from we don't know if she had a cut somewhere and it got infected and it just went deeper we don't know now my grandmother is a diabetic as well and she's older so when she first went to the er as i stated she was disoriented and everything so the infection with as bad as hers was caused her to be that disoriented and she also had a fever of 103.3 or 102.3 and that's why she wasn't responsive and all of those things because I was told by the nurses and the doctor that because of her age, older people, when they get a fever or infection, stuff like this, it basically hits them harder because their immune system isn't as strong. So she was in the hospital from May 9th to May 14th. All the while, when she was in the hospital, I never came home. Um, I stayed at the hospital with her until the day she left. Now, um, I think there was a day that I left the hospital for a few hours to get out of the hospital, but I stayed with her all of that time. Now we've got her home May 14. We bring her home and she's still dealing with the cellulitis. She's still in pain and everything. And she has a home health nurse um, as well as see home health nurse, home health. Um, 
occupational therapists and physical therapists. They come out, physical therapy and occupational therapists come out twice a week. Um, her nurse comes out once a week. And that has been going on. And getting her back to herself is what's been happening. And I've been the primary caretaker of my grandmother. Now, as of today, um, which we are now in June, she is doing better. She still has the cellulitis. And when one part that I forgot or skipped, when we were in the hospital, the doctor came in and said, well, the infection is worse than we thought because it's not just in your leg. The infection went into her bloodstream and her blood was infected. And I believe that's called she became septic. And Jesus, Mother Nature is on a trip right now. It was sunshine and stuff earlier and then boom, it's like the bottom fell out of the sky and it poured rain and now it is raining again, Father. But back to back to this um she became septic by the grace of god the infection is not in her bloodstream anymore now it's just in her skin it's in her lower left leg and she is doing better um we've been told by the doctors and infectious disease doctors that cellulitis takes a while to get over It takes a while to heal. She's been on several different types of antibiotics. And now she, um, they put a pick line in her arm, which a pick line goes, they, if you are hard stick, I believe the needle goes into a main artery in your arm. That way it's easy to draw blood. It's easy for them to give you antibiotics and everything through IV. And that's what she's going through now, um, getting antibiotics through an IV. She has to go to the hospital every day for about 30 to 45 minutes to get two more um, antibiotic treatments. Because the pills she was taking, um, I believe since she's been home, she's been on three different antibiotic pills. And they didn't really work. I guess they worked slightly, but not doing all that it should have or could have. So now they've put her on a stronger antibiotic. Um, So she's going to the hospital every day. And why us, you know, kind of keep maintaining or keeping an eye on what's going on. Is it getting worse? Is it getting better? Does she have any open wounds? All of those things we now have to keep track of. By the grace of God, today, um, June 7th, she has had her, I guess, best day. She was in some pain and cellulitis causes like burning and all of that. It's really not comfortable. I'm trying to talk over the rain. So if you hear the rain in the background, which you will because now it has picked up, honey. Um she cellulitis burns and everything and it's very uncomfortable today is like the best day that she has had so far so by like i said by the grace of god she's healing 
and she's starting to get better and starting to get back to her old self in a sense um today is the first day that she's rolled around walmart by herself (laughs) and she said it felt funny but it felt good to be out and about and riding around walmart like she used to um at the same time of going through all this as i stated i was or i am the primary caretaker i've learned in this situation that it's okay to ask for help you you need help um my mom was sick um in the beginning of last year we found out she was a diabetic and we found out in the worst scariest way possible but we found out and now she's doing good or she's doing better with her diabetes managing her diabetes um my grandmother had a stroke in september of last year and getting her back to the way she was i was the primary caretaker um and in that time in those times like if i was going through something as far as mentally or physically um when it came to taking care of my grandmother or my mom i never said anything i never i never was like okay i need help i need for my brother or my sister to do this i like if it was me taking care of my grandmother okay i need my mom to do this if something was bothering me i legit would just let it go and let it ride and not admit that i need help and we as a people that's a problem because if we keep telling people we're fine we're fine we're fine let alone uh not let alone but we're actually fighting a battle within us and in our mind and it's starting to tear at our body and making us weak from the inside out we we have to open our mouths and say something we have to open our mouths and say look we need help and during all of this that was going on with my grandmother this time i realized that i need help i can't keep saying i'm fine i'm fine everything's gonna be fine it's okay shanita's okay when shanita's not okay shanita has had mental breakdowns in the bathroom by herself shanita has had mental breakdowns in the car when nobody is around because shanita's not fine and this is the first time that i admitted that okay i need help and for a second or not for a second for a hot little minute i felt like i wasn't getting the help that i asked for when i asked for it and that part hurt because i took me to a space of you know what i'm finally admitting that i need help and nobody's helping because i would get up get my grandmother's blood pressure check her sugar um make sure she had breakfast give her her medicines give her um she at the time we first brought her home i was give i was bathing her now she you know bathed herself and everything she'll go wash wash up and stuff herself but i was bathing her um i was getting her clothes ready and stuff like that for the next day and it came to me showing my brother and sister how to separate her medicines and my brother was like oh i'll do it next time my sister was like well if anything happens 
I'll, um, you know, if anything happens or we have questions, you know, we'll just call you. And that hurt because I was like, you shouldn't have to call me when we all need to know the same information. So that, in a sense, it, it affected me. That, in a sense, affected me. And like I said, to ask for help and not get it. It took it kind of took me back, but now um, my mom helps me out. Still kind of going through. Some, my brother has separated her medicine. My brother has separated her medicine before, and my still working with my sister. <laughs> but I'm now getting the help that I need. So the message in this segment: ask for the help that you need. Get the help that you need be it from family be it from professionals it's okay to say hey i need this help i'm going through it mentally i'm it's starting to affect me physically i need help it's okay nobody's going to judge you and that's a, a large reason why i never asked for help because i felt like oh i have to be a representative of this rock and a rock can't have cracks in it you need to be able to stand on a rock and you need to be able to depend on that rock and if the rock got cracks in it or it's cracks in the foundation it's no longer good and i want to remain good for everybody but at the same time i'm no longer good for myself so get the help it's okay i love you and all is well you're not in a horrible place it's not a woe is me situation you're going to get through this you're going to get past this that's all that matters i love you well we have made it to the end of the show Thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of Uniquely Spoken. Once again, my name is Red. I hope this episode I've said something to make you laugh a little bit, to make you smile a little bit, to make you feel a little bit, to make you think a little bit. And that all matters because a lot of little bits add up to one big bit. (laughs) So um, we've made it to Unique Speaks, Unique Speaks. I know I have been saying I'm going to give you a poem because for those of you who don't know, I am a poet and I thought you should know it. But in this sense, in the midst of the craziness and the ups and downs that's been going on, I have not had a chance to perfect everything the way I want it. So prayerfully, next episode for sure, I will have a poem for you. And, And so this time you're going to get a quote. And I came across this online. I was looking for something else. Uh, I was looking for a different quote. But this one jumped out at me. And I hope it touches you deep in your soul. And that you can take it out throughout your life. Not just your day or your month. But your life. And the quote is. I am the rainbow sheep of my family. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I love that one because it is June. It is National Pride Month. Happy Pride to all my LGBTQ plus family members. Um, I have to say LGBTQ plus because it seems like every other day there's another letter added and I, I, I can't keep up. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm a bad, I'm a horrible family member in this sense of family because I can't keep up. I'm, I'm so sorry. But that also, for me, it doesn't just apply to LGBTQ+. <laughs> but being, a lot of times we say, oh, so-and-so is the black sheep of the family. Nah, I don't want to be the black sheep. I want to be the rainbow sheep. I want you to receive all of this color. I want you to be bathed and immersed in all of this color. (laughs) Coming across this quote reminded me of, I believe, a TikTok video or whatever that I saw. (laughs) And it said, it had someone doing their makeup and it was like a voiceover of a different video. But it was like two people talking and it said, oh, well, every family got a gay cousin. Bitch, my family ain't got a gay cousin. I don't have no gay cousins. Oh, hell. I am the gay cousin. <laughs> so, if you the gay cousin, that's fine. Be the gay cousin, honey. If you not, and you just rain, you are the rainbow sheep, be the rainbow sheep. I don't like saying, oh, you the black sheep of the family. Every family has one, true enough, that family member that we just all kind of push off to the side because they've made some choices. And it shouldn't be like that because we are not God. We do not have a heaven or a hell to send anyone to. We can't condemn people. Only God can do that. So we shouldn't have a black sheep of the family. We should all have rainbow sheep. though. So love your rainbow. Live in your rainbow. If you're different from your family, not particularly a part of the LGBTQ plus family if you're just different maybe you like a bunch of sci-fi um k-pop j-pop all of that maybe that's different for you and your family doesn't understand it and it makes you feel alone but there is a community for you you are loved whoever you are wherever you are you are loved you are valued you are appreciated and if you if you have not heard that today or tonight let me tell you again you are loved you are valued you are appreciated you are worthy i love you from the depths of my pinky toe and the depths of my soul i love you and i appreciate you you doing it you making it you continuing to press forward you are continuing to press toward the high toward the mark of the high calling there we go let's let's wrap this up babies i love you i love you i love you red people if you don't know why i call you red people it's because my name is red and you are my people quick side note you might your name might be changing to honey buns just so you know but until next time please remember l-o-v-e is all we need i'll talk to you preferably sooner than later bye